Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast. I have Kristen Lawson. She's the VP of Marketing and E-Commerce at Green Tech Environmental. And we're going to talk about a new air purification method they have uh, that uses what's called active radiant catalysis, ARC, ARC. And uh, this may have some you know, beneficial impacts for coronavirus and, uh, and many other applications, but they'll let us know about that. So, Kristen, thanks for coming. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, tell me about this uh, this technology. How was it uh, conceived and developed, and, and what's the thoughts on what it will be used for? Sure. So, our active radiant catalysis, or ARC for short, basically replicates what nature does when thunderstorms happen and lightning charges oxygen molecules. So, our Technology is the same thing that's been used by NASA for decades, and what we've done is package it in easy-to-plug-and-use portable units for people's homes and offices, as well as our commercial-grade applications, which can be installed in air duct systems and ventilation, ice machines, all kinds of things. And basically, these, yeah, the, the technology charges the oxygen particles to create uh, a safe cleansing ozone. And the ozone goes out into the room, basically hunts down the bad guys like a cat chases down a mouse. And uh, in a process of deactivating the airborne pathogens, bacteria, viruses, mold, and even volatile organic compounds, they revert back to oxygen. And uh, there's several different processes that are happening that are super scientific but for you know it's it's really just the same thing that's happening in nature all around us outside with uv light and charged oxygen oh very cool um i've smelled ozone before it's probably probably too high a concentration but i know it can at high concentrations or certain concentrations it's an irritant so i would guess this puts out like a very low continuous level of ozone or Yes, and then we do have some away modes that are t- that you can kick it up a notch and let it be used in an unoccupied space. And then after 30 minutes, ozone has a half-life of, of 30 minutes, so it's, it's going to reduce by half um, after it's already gone out and done its job. Okay, so these like, I don't know, they like air wicks, you know, in home use, you plug them in in various spots in your home, and then they continuously emit a bit of ozone and clean the air. Yeah, and they're scalable as well. Some of our largest home unit covers up to 3,000 square feet. And then they kind of go down from there to 1,500, 500, 50 square feet. Um, And each model has different scalable options. So you can control the amount of ozone that's being put out, or you can turn it off completely and just use the ionization, which is another part of our technology that charges, uh, puts out 
positive ions that charge and can, you know, drop the bad stuff out of your breathing space and make them heavier to fall to the ground. So what do, what do people notice when they're in the presence of one? Do they, is it reduced smell or is the air lighter? Like what, what do people say anecdotally? Well, definitely. I mean, if you, you know, if you're a cook and you're cooking bacon, that's one of those lingering odors that happens and can fill up your entire house. And they, we've had people in all kinds of customer reviews where they can smell a noticeable difference in eliminating odors from litter boxes, as well as allergens um, with any kind of pet dander, that we have a wearable air purifier that people who are highly allergic or sensitive to smoke or other smells, they're able to create a safe breathing bubble around them and able to enjoy living with others or, you know, uh, heavy perfumes. That's another one that people have mentioned that they can tell a noticeable difference. I've experienced all these things. So I know what you mean. Yeah. Hmm. Right. So um, is there a, a metric that you want to get a space to, you know, especially in commercial applications, like, I don't know, uh, clarity of the air or like parts per million of some substance, uh, knock socks, you know, whatever it is, like what, how do you know that the room has been improved by using the device? Sure. So there are different kinds of measurement tools that you can use, and they're really popular abroad. And they're kind of just popping up here domestically as indoor air quality is becoming more and more popular here in our country. But uh, there are different devices that you can use to measure the amount of ozone being produced or measure the amount of particulates in the room. And that's kind of what the lab studies also show about our technology is they measure the parts per million, whether that's um, you know, mold growing in a Petri dish to uh, actual feline calcivirus and being eliminated and, significant, and other viruses being significantly reduced such as salmonella and E. coli, um, the laboratory testing all shows that the efficacy of the science and technology. Any thought to repurposing this for, um, you know, spaces that are afraid of uh, coronavirus? Do you think it would have any impact on the quality of a room oh, and air on the surfaces? Definitely. You know, feline calcivirus is a known surrogate to the coronavirus. And unfortunately, any of the lab testing that's been done has not been tested specifically on the coronavirus. But where we have the known surrogate, uh, FCV, that being proven to be effective, we feel confident that it adds another layer of protection and people things that people can do to feel safer within their indoor air quality. You know, the, the safest place is probably outdoors with UV light and nature's purifying powers, but certain spaces like classrooms and hospitals, restaurants, and depending on the time of the year, you can't have that fresh air that you need. So you need to replicate what nature has already done. And that's where our active air purifiers come in. And they really are different than passive air filtration devices that are really popular in the marketplace. And that's kind of where we're trying to get the word out and help educate people about the difference between the two. Yeah, I know with passive air filters, they get clogged. The efficiency goes mm-hmm. down. Maybe in some cases, they collect the very thing you don't want to you know, have in the air. But this system, I guess, things drop where they're, where they, you know, where they're hit. So, yeah, 
That's the analogy that we like to use too, is that passive air filters are more like the mouse trap that sits in the corner of the room that waits for the mouse to come to it and then also just kind of sits there dead, right? <laughs> and and lingers. Um, but our filters are like the cat that goes out in the room and chases down the mouse, hunts it, kills it, eats it, it's gone. Well, um, when you run these in a room, can you see any difference? Um, you know, like on the floor, like do you ever see like particulate matter on the floor or it's not nearly enough anything, to cause an effect like that? Well, you know, when you see dust flying around when the sunbeams shine through a window, mm -hmm. if anything, you do see a noticeable difference in your breathing space, not having those particles floating around. And they're, so they've fallen, they've become heavier and they've fallen to the ground when it comes to pet dander and dust. But when it comes to, you know, the, the things we can't see, such as viruses and other pathogens um, and harmful bacteria, I've noticed a noticeable difference in my refrigerator, for instance. And that is where produce lasts a lot longer. The, the fuzz that you typically see on raspberries and strawberries, and it's just not there. And it really ends up saving a lot of money and food waste as well. But out in the room, I mean, I, unless you did a white glove test or a black light test, some of our um, customers have actually been investing in this magic dust where you can come back around and see the difference with a black light on a surface that's been treated versus a surface that hasn't. Huh. So you, do you put one in your refrigerator? You mean like the stuff in your refrigerator lasts longer or out on the counter? Yeah, on the in the refrigerator. So we have a little refrigerator purifier that works to keep um, staph, E. coli, and mold and bacteria from growing in your refrigerator. So you see a noticeable difference in, um, you know, much less the odors from garlicky takeout boxes, but uh, the, the fruit, the fresh produce lasts longer with um, the cleansing ozone. Oh, interesting. I don't know that. For um, commercial <laughs> applications, has it become the standard for any type of industry yet where they have to have this stuff to you know, keep particular levels or other contaminants to a minimum? Yes, we're noticing a huge uptick in the schools. Um, we're seeing the same amount of um, rush to people buying our products just that we did back in March when the, when the pandemic first hit. You know, we've been um, just trying to keep up with the demand at this point. And with the back to school, there, there, a lot of the school systems are requiring them to do something, or if it's not them, it's the parents and the PTA requiring them to get something in these classrooms before the cold weather hits and that they can't just have the windows open to keep fresh air coming through. So, um, yeah, we're, but, but beyond the school systems, we've also seen uh, restaurants being able to reopen, and it's been part of the whole reintegration story of people finding us and uh, everybody from doctor's office, lawyer's office, dentist's office, uh, you name it. If people need clean air, they're giving our products uh, a shot at helping stay open. Well, that's really cool. So what, um, so the ozone preferentially targets what, and then the ionized air preferentially targets what? So cleansing ozone is just one of the active oxidative particles that come out of our air purifiers. Another one is H2O2, which is a gaseous form of hydrogen peroxide. 
And that's the one that most people are familiar with as well. But so as they come out into the room, they actively seek out harmful particulates. And in the process of coming in contact with them, they actually break down the cell wall and render them inactive. And kill, so we, we call that killing the bad guys. And uh, then it reverts back to O2 in a 30-minute half-life. And then the ionization gets those particles that aren't necessarily um, invisible and microscopic, but they're the pet dander, the dust, the other indoor air quality issues that charges them and makes them heavier to fall out of your breathing space. So it's okay. kind of a, a double whammy. And how long do these uh, these devices last? I mean, is there any like maintenance you have to do on them, and do they run out at a sure. certain point? You know, it kind of just depends on how much pollution you have indoors. If you have a, a greenhouse, for instance, and we have customers who are using our products to help reduce mold and uh, that can kill an entire crop, depending on the, the where they're at with the moisture and the humidity, same thing in a residence in Florida, someone might have to service their unit more often to keep it functioning properly. And we sell those replacement parts and all of our products are available on our website at greentechenv.com. But the commercial products actually have, they're built to only require annual servicing, which is another key differentiator for us in the market where um, some of our competitors maybe think that they require a lot more service to stay operating at full you know, maximum capacity. Uh, but the, the residential products, yeah, they're easy to clean, easy to maintain. We have the videos to show you how to do that, as well as every product comes with, with an instruction manual that walks you through how to do that. And then the replacement parts are affordable. And it all just kind of boils down to how dirty is your space and how often are you using it? Uh, if you're running it maximum capacity, it could be monthly or could be bi-monthly or even annually. But yeah, our, our commercial products are all annually. Yeah, and I would think if you have existing filters in a facility or in your house, the filters would probably clog slower because this has helped take Definitely. the pressure off the filters a bit, right? Yeah, and we do recommend that the residential units be kind of placed opposite of where your intake is for the re uh, for your HVAC register so that it has the opportunity to pull all of the air throughout your home before it, uh, as it's traveling to that HVAC register and induct your induct, you know, filters. So like right now, mine is sitting on top of my refrigerator and that kind of caddy corner across the, the main living area from where the intake is for the HVAC system. And that allows the room, the air in the room to circulate and all of these particles, but as they get pulled in to the ductwork, it's actually recirculating back in like a, like a big, you know, a circle throughout the rest of the duct systems. And then the purification is being pushed throughout the rest of the home. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. So what, like, what have you noticed? Uh, you, you talked about your produce, but what about uh, sleeping, breathing, just, you know, hanging out in your house? You know, have you noticed uh, uh, you know, less headaches or a difference in how you feel? Or what have you noticed? We've definitely seen a reduction in any kind of pet allergies. <laughs> and that I oh, have two good. bunnies and a cat and a dog and... You know, um, we, when we're home, the hair can accumulate. But I've noticed it's 
there's less things floating around in the breathing in our breathing space and then um as well as we've had some mold issues out you know away uh kind of we live in a damp section in the country and i've noticed that the the mold that i was having to clean like along the windowsills or that was creeping in that stopped completely so i've noticed a, a definite difference between the mold and the pet dander but um the smells is the one of the thing that i really enjoy too having it here in the kitchen anything i'm cooking isn't going to stink out the house in an open kind of floor plan and then bathroom smells i mean that kind of goes without saying <laughs> you can see a big difference in there too oh so it works well to reduce smell as well oh yeah any kind of indoor oh, air quality okay. pollution this is going to be the solution okay um any improvements coming any changes you know for the next year or so or it's working well and now the goal is to just sell as many as you can or sure. what, what's any no oh yeah well i mean we're as we've been installing things and selling to um we've helped over thousands of classrooms at this point but the thing the common thing that we keep hearing from our customers is the need to have smart technology to where they can actually see you know, it's monitoring the room's pollution as well as being able to communicate with their phone versus having a separate remote control, having it to be able to control through an app in their phone. So we're aggressively working towards making that happen next year, as well as a few other new models, um, more some more portable units that, that are rechargeable and don't require a wall outlet. And um, what else are we doing? We were you, working on please, a uh, can, can you install them on airplanes, like millions of them? That, that is another commercial application that we have had success with in in commercial in airplanes, cruise ships, as well as the buses, like I call you know travel coach buses. Um, those are the things and the customers that we've had for over a decade. You know this this stuff isn't really new for green tech. It's just new for us to come out as more than just a manufacturer of this technology this is the first time we've really branded it ourselves and are encouraging people to educate themselves about that uh, everything that that we're putting out there and until then it was mostly a white label and our customers were the ones taking these products to market okay well very good what's the best way for people to find out more and to you know to get a unit for a commercial home space where can they go well, all of our products are available on our website, and as well as the product specifications and some educational videos. So they can go to greentechenv.com, and I highly recommend to take that time and educate themselves and watch our videos too that shows kind of this invisible technology and how it works. Sometimes that helps people connect the dots when they can see how it's working in a visual way. Okay, very good. So Green Tech ENV, mm -hmm. that's the best thing to look up. Okay. Yep. Well, excellent. Well, Kristen, anything else I, I should have asked you about the products uh, that I missed? No, I thank you for having us on here. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm glad that you guys are doing this. Uh, you know, a lot of people are indoors, unfortunately, uh, even more of the time now. So if they have bad air to breathe, they can have all kinds of problems. It's good what you're doing. And, sure. Well, and as we yeah. come up on the colder months, too, more and more of us will be forced indoors and we won't have the benefit of fresh air. So, um, you know, with modern technology, why not try and harness the power of nature in your own home and in your office space or wherever you go and 
just try and um, have another peace of mind. You know, we always encourage people to wear masks and follow CDC guidelines, but if you can just take that extra step and improve your indoor air quality, why not? Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Richard. I appreciate you having me. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.